Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 161 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the Ghost Pepper, Arsene Lakpa. Hey, guys, it's me. I am the Ghost Pepper. If you know what that if you don't know what that means, it means I'm hot. OK, I'm hot tamale. Soldier boy. Tell him me and my compadres. You know what I'm saying? That's a little reference to oh. the uh, 2007, 2008 song um, Donk by Soldier Boy. Tell him himself. Um, cause you, Damn. as everybody knows, you know, Soldier Boy was the first to do it. He was the first to do the donk, first to crank that. And he was also the first to give me my title, uh, of, uh, Ghost Pepper. So I just want to give a quick shout out That's to crazy. Soldier Boy. Um, I know we've mentioned, uh, wanting to get, uh, T-Pain and, uh, Phil Spencer on the podcast, but I think the Soldier Boy is a, we can make a case for putting Soldier Boy at number, at the number three spot. You know, he, he's very active yeah, in the games sure. uh, community, uh, going as far as creating his own console. I mean, like, come on. First now. rapper to have his own game console. Absolutely. First rapper to have his own game console. So basically, I'm thinking, you know, you just indulge me for a little moment here. I'm thinking we do a uh, Soldier Boy, Phil Spencer, you know, like combo episode where we have them all. We mm. all have a big round table. We've got the two greats in console making. Like in the console making like world, and we put them together, and we just have we just like you know we just talk it out, you know we just want to see um, what goes on in their minds, how they you know decided to make their consoles, how they uh, you know what what are the thought processes like for their their businesses. So you know that's the end of the bit, honestly. You know I think it, it kind of went into a whole another field than I that I expected. So I hope y'all enjoyed it, and hopefully we can get Soldier Boy on sometime. All right, guys. If you, <laughs> wow, Soldier Boy and Phil Spencer, Soldier Boy and Phil Spencer. That's a combo right there, bro. Can't wait to see it. Can't you know? E three next year. Sony's not there. Let Soldier Boy take the spot. Ooh, I like Boy that. Have his own conference. You know what I'm saying? Uh, guys, if you're if you're not aware, at the end of every month we have this little episode called the monthly cooldown. We're just talking about whatever uh, for however long we want. We want uh, no specified topic. But we usually bring some games to the table. Maybe we'll have some stories. Uh, and that, and that's pretty much it, guys. Just a quick reminder, as always, though, if you guys want to help support the show, you guys can go to playplayerpod.com. All the information about the podcast, uh, links to all the different uh, streaming services, all that stuff is on that website. Go to playerplayerpod.com. You can also go to the bottom of the page, uh, visit our Kofi link, and you guys can donate as low as a dollar uh, to help support hosting costs for the year. If you guys don't want to support monetarily, you guys can help by sharing the show to your friends and leaving a positive review on your platform of choice. Now, let's just get into it, man. How's how's it going? How's life? Life is uh is really good, man. I think I'm gonna keep I'm gonna cut I'm gonna keep it short, um, because obviously you know we got a lot of games to talk about, but I want to talk about my highlight of this past week. There may have been some other highlight, but, you know, just right off the bat, what I'm thinking about, I'm thinking back to last night. Okay, this is Monday night, July 26th. I made my very own homemade Taco Bell Crunchwrap. 
So, you know, wow. I'm, I'm basically, I'm moving up on Taco Bell right now. You know, I had to hit them with the ground turkey. Obviously, ground turkey is like, you know, an awesome sub, uh, substitute for ground beef. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You know, we got to go with the Trader Joe's taco seasoning. I've talked about this about 10 episodes back. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. Y'all should have already tried it by now. If you haven't, what are you doing? So we threw that bad boy together. And then we just, you know, follow a basic little crunch wrap tutorial on how to put it together. And man, I literally felt like I was like, I, f- I felt like I had takeout. I felt like I had just picked up something straight out of Taco Bell and I didn't have to go poo. Wow. After it. So I'd say it's a, uh, a pretty big dub. And to the, the piece de resistance, as the French would say, your boy copped some cans of Mountain Dew Baja Blast to go along with my crunch wrap. And I, <laughs> bro, basically, basically, I was thriving last night. So. Uh, shout out to myself and no one else. That's that's pretty much all I have to say um, for this last little week here, bro. I'm that's a chef. Crazy, that, yeah. like, you might start getting a cease and desist soon, huh? Potentially, but you know, I'll fight it honestly. You know, because Taco Bell cannot hold me down. They cannot hold the people down. Um, hopefully, they will be you know be in support of me since I'm not trying to I'm not trying to market this. I'm not trying to go to the streets and uh start up my own little food truck, call it like the quesadilla um like bell or something like that. I don't know. I'm not doing that. I'm just making this at home for my family so that way we can have um some good old times. So yeah, that's that's my highlight right now, bro. I'm, I'm literally riding on this high right now, just thinking about that crunch wrap. I make I li- I've literally eating eaten three crunch wraps in the past 24 hours because i had one i had one for lunch so you know i'm basically okay, kind of okay. i'm kind of moving kind of crazy and then i also split one last uh split one last night with angelique so we both had like one and a half last night so i'm not completely crazy okay, okay. but the fact that i was i was just whipping up crunch wraps that's kind of crazy so taco bell that's if you're hiring crazy. uh don't hire me because i'm <laughs> i'm here to win <laughs> Oh wow, he said he's here to win. He's not exactly. taking the L's by working for Taco Bell. I don't know no way. That. No way. Uh, Taco Bell. I just want to let you guys know I love the chicken quesadilla. If you want to sponsor me and only me, I'm here for it. All Dang. right, so keep that so, in mind. Taco so it's Bell like that, huh, bro? Okay. Hey man, I, I'm not trying to throw the bag away like some people on this podcast. <laughs> uh. Yeah, on my side, I guess there's not else. There's not anything crazy going on. I've been playing a lot of Death's Door, which we will talk about later in the episode. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Amanda and I flipped through uh, the channels for the Olympics for about an hour and a half, two hours, watching all these damn sports. Half of these sports, I couldn't even tell the tell you the rules, bro. Like, I was watching. <laughs> taekwondo we didn't know what was going on people were getting thrown on the ground repeatedly there was we watched women's taekwondo uh there was one girl from venezuela fight fighting some other girl from slovakia or something like that venezuela girl looked like she was throwing the other girl on the ground several times the judge kept going and then they would reset ain't nobody get points the score was like zero zero or something and then every, you know, after five minutes, oh, Venezuela, she's gotten the golden, the golden score. What's what that mean? Heck? Is this like Harry Potter? <laughs> huh? Is the golden snitch or ah. some shit? I don't know. They keep throwing each other on the ground. Nobody, the scores aren't updating. We don't know. The judge, heh, heh, just keeps saying that shit. They keep resetting. So Venezuela, two golden scores. 
Well, okay, what does this mean? Well, the score still says 1-0, but now Venezuela has two little <laughs> gold checks next to her name. What's happening? I don't know. We watched this for about, I don't know. I say we were watching for about 10 minutes. Match ends, uh, and Slovakia has 10 points, and Venezuela has zero or some shit. How Ain't did this happen? No we don't way, know. Hey, bro. <laughs> we don't what? Know. Like, I was like, oh, nah. So this is what we're doing out here. So this, this is golf this is what rules, we're showing huh? on television. Ain't no commentary. And then we, we turned on uh, women's volleyball. They had two commentary tracks going. They had two men <laughs> talking, and they had a woman talking as well. It's completely separate. We were like, what the hell is going on? So What? Uh, NBC, Peacock. I don't know what okay. y'all are doing. We need to figure it out. We need to put... It's 2021. Put the rules on the... Put the them on the bottom right of the screen. Put a little QR code or something. Let people look it up. Yeah. Or, exactly, exactly. Prime Video got it figured out with their X-ray mm. um, feature, putting all the stuff over the screen. Peacock, y'all got to get with it. Or next year, or I guess in the next four years, we're going to be watching the Olympics on Amazon. I promise you that. Damn. It's 2021. I don't need to be confused about no damn sports. That's what I'm saying, bro. So. So, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to bring up, uh, we, we had a little pre-show, even though it didn't, we didn't record it because, uh, we don't do pre-shows for the, uh, for the monthly cooldown. but you mentioned Ashton Kutcher and we did a little bit when we were alone. And, uh, I also wanted to bring up, a a recent, uh, article or a recent <laughs> statement put out by Ashton Kutcher. I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said they do not bathe their kids. Uh, Ashton Kutcher says he barely, he rarely bathes at all. He'll he'll bathe his crotch and his armpits, and that's about it. What's going on? Is this normal uh, to you? That's not normal to me, bro. That's that. Okay. That's out of that's out of this world, in my in my opinion. Also, there was mm-hmm. a I mm-hmm. think somebody also made a point, or they like. Uh, made a little comment on the fact that he said something about like after a workout he'll just splash some water on his face. Right, right. That's to the, get the salt off his face. That's the number one time if you're gonna be like okay you're scrubbing your armpits you're scrubbing your crotch. I mean I don't agree with it, but at least you're kind of hitting some bare minimum. You got the one time where you nest you definitely need to hit the bare minimum is if you're go after you're going to the gym, bro. Like you, you will have swamp yeah. ass. Like you will literally have swamp ass. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand. Like maybe I don't know. In, in L.A., do they have like just a dry heat? His his swamp ass just gets dried out like immediately or something like that. He don't have to worry about maybe. it as much. You know wh- what am I doing right now? I'm literally out here trying to make excuses for a man, a nasty ass man, not bathing himself. No, honestly, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, man. I used to look up to y'all. I used to look at y'all and say, "Damn, y'all are living the dream. Y'all are famous actors." And actresses or whatever, and y'all are uh, y'all are doing good in this world. You 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 were on Punked, Ashton. You were punking yeah. people. You we you That's and I we times. love we love pranks. We love looking at people and like I do having having bits you know performed on people. But now yeah. Ashton, yeah. this is this is a slap in the face to me. Honestly, we don't condone this. Yeah. This is almost as bad as uh, th- two weeks ago with Kyle Massey. Isn't nowhere near, oh, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> just a part of me is also dying here. All the all the greats from my childhood, they're just being knocked over one by one. I know. I, know. I can't. I, I mean, can't handle how does it this. More. 
How does this happen? How do two people that don't bathe find each other like this? Like, I mean, was this shit. the catalyst that, that sparked the relationship? Them both realizing, damn, we don't we don't bathe, and we never will. They've been on the. Uh, they've been t- like in each other's like spheres for quite some time, right. though, haven't they? Like back on uh, that '70s show. That was. Uh, I'm saying, whenever they first met. Uh-huh. Maybe they were having a casual conversation just like this. And uh, <laughs> in passing, somebody said, yeah, I don't bathe. And then, you know, from there, it was destiny. Like one, whoever, like maybe Mila, Mila said it. Then Ashton was like, okay, I got to wife her up. Or maybe the other way around. I don't mm-hmm. know. But how do, I mean, the the other crazy thing is me and Amanda were talking about this, looking at the comments. Everybody's saying, all the top comments are like, yeah. I don't bathe either. I don't bathe my kids. I don't. Whoa. Yeah, my, my husband hasn't bathed in two years. Whoa. What's going on, bro? You just never What's know. Honestly, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And this is just like exactly. hearing things like that, that just like instills a little fear inside of me, bro. It's like, I can't just be going over to some random person's house. You know, you can't do that no, no more. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, now I'm thinking about, you know, I'm a grown, I'm a grown adult now. In a few years, I may be having kids, and then a few years after that, they're going to be old enough to have friends, and they might be asking, mm-hmm. hey, Dad, can I go play at uh, little Tommy's house? I'm going to be, I'm gonna really Ew, be thinking man. hard about what, what's going on in little Tommy's you know, house, or should I say what's not going on in little Tommy's house? Exactly. They, they, they exactly. need to be taking baths. That's all I'm saying. You just need to just clean yourself. going to come home dirty. Like, cats do it, bro. You think you're, you think you're better? You think you're like... like like I don't understand. Like why you think that? If I, like I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You know, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Like I, if I a cat you. can if clean himself, can like what are exactly. you doing? Yeah, people bathe their yeah, dogs. I don't know, man. Yeah, they don't believe in bathing their dogs either. No one them. They probably bathe their dogs on some, I mean, on some weird shit. I bet you. The rule was if you can see the dirt, then they get a bath. Oh no! <laughs> that, oh yo! Now nah. I don't know, bro. I don't know. This is this is a deeply never upsetting know, topic, bro. This is upsetting. Everybody, next time you go to your friend's house, y'all know what to do. Go to the bathroom. Say, excuse me, can I, where's your bathroom? Can I use your bathroom real quick? Check the shower out. Check the check the, the bath soap. See how full that shit is. You know, see how dry their shower is. Then you'll know if your friends are taking showers. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm 100% research. agree with that. Everybody, come to my come to my apartment. I'll I'll put the uh, address uh, down in the description after the, when this episode releases. Y'all can come through. Y'all can check me out. You know we gotta hold each other accountable in these trying times. That's true. That's true. Anyways, let's talk about some damn video. Let's talk about games. the video games, bro. Come on. So we got a lot of games here. Let's go back and forth. All right. Yes. Uh, as always, I'll give you the honor to pick whatever first game you want to talk about. Uh, whatever discussion you want to start. Um, and we'll just go from there. So what, what do you got? Okay, I think, you know, I've been looking at my list, and I want to start with the the lightest thing, the things that I'm most removed from and move into, like, the deep, mm-hmm. deep things and then, you know, find, finish it off with Death's Door for myself personally. Okay. So um, starting this off, I want to talk about New World, you know, a, game, a little MMO brought to us by by your your workplace, Amazon. They're, yeah, they're bringing us this game. I'm not excited for it i never was like i was Damn. like you know kind of mildly interested in it because i was like hmm, mmo seems kind of interesting you know it's supposed to take place in 
the you know quote unquote new world i think it's supposed to be like the americas and there's some sort of mystery involved i don't really know so the beta starts up i'm seeing twitch streams go up i'm like let me let me check out what's going on first impressions it looked like you know pretty basic you know mmo i've like all right i've seen this before some of the like you know menuing looks like real complex nothing crazy about it but then let me let me tell you so this is the same night that i decided i was going to 100 percent death's door i decided to pull up a just a random twitch stream because i see it i noticed the title it's like uh level 60 character which apparently is the max level i'm like all right bet that's crazy how you're already level 60 when the game just came out but you know go off king correct um but the like subtitle was we're going to war and i'm like hmm okay this must be like you know some sort of some in-game mechanic it's called war or whatever Uh, i'm watching this it's mind you let me let me give you some a little timeline on this one too it's maybe like uh let me see six or seven o'clock here eastern time and the the war was supposed to start at like oh wait, no, no it was like eight o'clock here and the war was supposed to start at like either 10 or 11 so i'm like dang am okay. i really about to like commit myself to this and i'm like well i'm already just playing death's door let me just go ahead and just put a stream up in the background so i'm playing right clock's ticking away i'm watching this man he's prepping and everything 15 minutes before the war he's getting you i i'm starting to see like you know the bits and pieces coming together he's on this a uh, huge discord call we got i look at the roster apparently there's like 60 people online i'm like whoa this looks like some sort of like world uh not world yeah world of warcraft like raid type thing but um mm-hmm. it's pvp so that's the that's the like interesting thing to me i was like okay so we're gonna have your group of 60 people versus this other group of 60 people in some type of war. I'm like, all right, bet. Let's see, Amazon. What are y'all trying to get us to do? These guys are going like crazy in their preparation, the setup. And finally, what does the preparation look like? Let me preparation is like um, everybody making sure they have the right gear on. Everybody's like, oh, I got this last minute quest. Let me finish this so I can max my specs out on this like weapon. Uh, everybody make sure so, they have enough uh, resources. Yeah, go ahead. They were prepping for like two hours. Is he just running around doing random ass shit? Yeah. So this streamer was running around completing uh, missions in order to, or com- completing quests in order for him to, like, I guess, like max out his weapons or something before they hop okay. in. Okay. Uh, so I was like, okay, you know, nothing wrong with that. You know, some people hopped in later or whatever. You know, or right before the time to hop online because they were, you know, more they were readier, I guess. Um, so they start swapping a quick, they start swapping, uh, potions and stuff. Everybody's like, Hey, I got like food here, mana potions, you know, this regular like setup type thing that you would do before you go fight like a boss. So then they get into this little, like, there's like, they get into this pre lobby. They're trying to contact people like, Hey, this man's not online, blah, blah, blah. You know, typical, like, I guess group (laughs) activity. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting hype. I'm like, I want to see the war. I want to see the war. Then they get into the war, right? (laughs) Five minutes start, five minutes before. And they're like, all right war time let's get ready everybody we're giving your speech then you find i find out it's literally just like your simple like capture the point basically all you gotta do is like capture three points or some (laughs) shit and honestly i'm gonna hold off on the same they're playing overwatch i'm gonna hold off on you know the criticism of that just yet because of this next part so they're on the attacking side right they go they they go to point c everybody like charges you know the morale is high they're like let's go let's go everybody get on the point everybody get on the point they're screaming and shit they get on the point they take c and i'm like let's go let's go this shit's getting kind of it's getting kind of heat okay then it's like all right everybody let's go to b let's go to b they get wiped 
And I'm like, dang, okay, all right, let's, you know, they, they reset, they reset. Everybody's like, all right, let's, let's fix up our strategy a little bit. They go back again. Dang, they get wiped. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I see people's morale starting to get a little, you know, shaky. They go back again. They get wiped. I'm like, damn. <laughs> so, like, so what's going on here? Then I look at the time. I'm like, wait a minute, how, how long do they have? They have to do this shit. For thirty minutes, bro, a real <laughs> lifetime. I'm like, no way. There's, no, there's simply no way that, like, you, you know, you, you, y'all are gonna sit here and just keep running it back. So I'm like, man, yeah. fuck this, bro. I'm, I'm, I pulled up somebody else's stream. I was like, I'll come back check on them. Watching some like Pokemon or some shit, playing Death Store. Come back fifteen minutes yeah. later. Point B has not been capped, bro. They're running up. You hear, you can hear it in people's voices, bro. Because you know they got the big voice comms on. You hear people getting frustrated. Yeah. You hear people like. You hear the main guy streaming. He was like, "Hey, man, like, what are we even supposed to do here? Like, how are we supposed to cap this point? Like, there's no way we can cap this. Like, what do they expect us to do?" So I'm like, "Oh, nah, this shit looks ass." Like everybody in the stream comments, they're talking about some. Oh yeah, this is ass. This is ass. Blah blah blah. What are y'all doing, Amazon? So I'm like, "Damn." what like what what are they supposed to do so i completely forget about it i write it off today i come back i watch this guy again he's going back to war he's on the defending side now this time right apparently the defending side is literally just broken because his team just immediately wins or not immediately wins but like they (laughs) they they give they literally like if you want to talk about karma bro they dished out what was dealt to them that last time when they were attacking, bro, they were literally nobody cut. The other team did not cap a single point. They were like, "Yeah, we got it under control oh now." They 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 were tighter on their controls. They had everybody separated into groups. They're like, "All right, group one go to uh point A, group two go to point B," and the other team simply could not even compete. And at the end, they're like just hooping what's, and hollering. What's the what's the difference, right? Isn't it just like player versus player? So. How does that's one what, that's what advantage? that's what I want to know. I think <laughs> they do have like more accessible like turrets or something, but both sides can set up mm-hmm. like turrets and shit and or like cannons, you know, because it's like old timey. Right. So both sides can set up these cannons, but for some reason, I don't know. The attacking side just nobody's figured it out yet. So I'm. I'll, this is a very long-winded story. I wanted to share the story just because it was just ridiculous, like watching it occur, like you know, in real time. But this is my word of warning. If you're trying to get in a new world, maybe just stick to the, the main game. <laughs> you know, like if you if you really about the MMO, because like just hearing about this, you know, it's kind of it kind of puts a sour like taste in your mouth. You look, you think about it, and you're like, damn, like such a big aspect, or in my opinion, seeming like a big aspect of the game is like being able to war between these factions and stuff. But if you're on one side, you basically have no chance. So it's like, what's the point? Damn. You might as well just grind your little, grind your little levels and just have fun doing like mission quests or whatever. So that's my, that's my, uh, observer's review of a new world. I won't be picking up the game. I'm telling you right now, I, you will never get another review from, from me on that one. I just wanted to share that, that little silly little interaction that I saw while watching this man for numerous hours. Honestly, I should. They should have paid me. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. For gave watching him a this lot shit. of view time. I gave him a lot of view time. I feel like a, a, probably at least three hours total. So okay, very very wild stuff. But that being said, I want to hear a little bit about what you've been uh what you've been playing, man. Because that well, I, honestly, I haven't even all, started talking about what I'm playing. But you know, I want to hear what you play. Yeah. First of all, uh, I want to you know call out Halo Infinite Flight. Emails are going out. Whoa! As of like two hours ago, 
Uh, I don't have. I one. did not get an email. I don't. I did not get an email. They held me because I sure as hell got the Master Chief Collection emails when no, they know damn well I'm not trying to flight Master Chief Collection. Uh, so hopefully in the next couple days, we both get blessed with a uh, an email to get on this dang flight so we can try out Halo Infinite multiplayer a little bit early. So just wanted to call that out. Uh, I'll start with I have. You know, three games plus Death Store to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start with the the Doom Eternal, right? Because earlier today, this morning, I messaged you. I said, I don't know, bro. I mm. Doom, Doom I'm ready to talk about it. Just might not be for me. So, you know, downloaded Doom Eternal. It was on my backlog for the longest time. Backstory, right? Uh, I had Doom 2016 or whatever. Uh, played it for a little while. I just wasn't vibing with it. Like, I talked to you about it. Just didn't hit right for me for whatever reason i was like i don't know like i can tell it's a good game but I, i'm just not vibing with it uh fast forward doom eternal comes out everybody's hyping this up last year saying oh man this might be game of the year this is fantastic amazing blah blah, blah. for the longest time i knew i wasn't the highest on doom so i never really went out of my way to purchase it mm-hmm. comes to game pass comes to game pass and i'm like okay it's on the backlog but i got all this other stuff to work through finally worked through it I'm here. Doom Eternal. <laughs> Now's the time. Download it. This is it. And played it a little bit last night. Uh, started it last night. I was sleepy as hell, first of all. So I'm playing it. I'm like, oof. I played literally maybe like five minutes. And I'm like, ah. Man, you can't play uh, it sleepy. Is, I'm bro. just too tired. Right, right. I'm like, ah, I'm just too tired. I can't. Like, this is not doing its service. It's not doing its justice. Like, let me put this away. Pick it back up this morning. I played probably 20 30 minutes and still it just does not hit like it i feel nothing when playing this game almost it's really weird like you know in comparison death's door for example you play it you reach one one level of this game like you reach the opening world the opening level and you're like here we go baby like i'm ready the music hits mm. the vibe hits and you're you're in a mood to be like let's freaking go um doom is just like all right i can i can tell this is a good game the performance is fantastic it's fast paced like the mechanics feel smooth but it just feels like I'm just playing a generic video game. I know it's not a generic video game, but the over-the-top gore and stuff is cool, but it doesn't really do anything for me. There's no real story as of yet. You know, it doesn't really do it. It's just like, hey, you're the guy. You're going to kill some demons, and it's going to be bombastic, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a combination of the aesthetic like the hell and all that stuff doesn't really excite me. I don't really care for it too much. And the fact that there's just, you know, no narrative whatsoever, you know, and granted there is narrative. They give you, you know, two minutes. There's no narrative. It's not really. Narrative. <laughs> they give you a two minute cutscene saying, Hey bro, you got to kill these, you know, priests or whatever. I don't know, but there's basically nothing. Uh, so there's really no motivation for me to see what's around the corner because I know it's just going to be me hitting various levels of insanity in terms of just demolishing these demons. So I'm like, I don't know if I can do six hours of this. Now, 
or eight hours of this. Now, granted, I want to, you know, preface this or not preface like in this by saying I'm not going to quit. You know, I've only played maybe 30, 30 or so minutes. I'm going to give it a college try. I'll probably put it in an hour or two before I really make a definitive judgment on if I'm going to stop or not. But just not slapping. Just not slapping. I can I can definitely understand why, you know, like it, how it doesn't like, you know, scratch like that itch for certain people. Just because mm-hmm. I, I think with Doom itself, there's certain like check boxes that it like, you know, is there to, to check off. But if you're not looking for those check boxes, like you're not going to be satisfied, I don't think. Like, you know, especially or like if you have your own like set of things that you're looking for, Doom is probably not going to, you know, really deliver in that. Especially like, you know, when it comes to like the whole narrative thing, it definitely like kind of mm-hmm. takes that more Hollow Knight-esque uh, approach where, you know, everything you're going to have to either find like through the environment and, and t- understand it or like look it up and watch a lore video afterwards um and yeah like i i completely understand where you come from i'm not even gonna like sit here and feel like oh my feelings are hurt how dare you not like doom eternal and shit like that but mm-hmm. i still recommend it if you if you're trying to you know just to let some steam off bro i think that's that's where it hits for me bro where i'm just like damn right. i'm just trying to i'm trying to not necessarily turn my brain off but I'm just trying to get that get that blood pumping. I want to feel like my actual blood pumping while I'm playing this game. I want to be stressed out just a little bit, maybe a little bit too much sometimes. And then I just want to kill some demons. That's that says so uh, as simple you, as it like, is. What are the like best parts of Doom? Like, mm-hmm. What what are the what are the things that Doom does that you're like, oh yeah, this is this is up there. Um, this is gonna be very controversial. Um, because I know a lot of people sure. did not like this. The platforming. I like the platforming in Doom Eternal. I thought it was just like crazy how it worked, you know, just swinging around like you're literally a monkey and like like you're swinging on little monkey bars and shit like that. I thought shit like that was fun, especially maybe not necessarily the uh, in between fight uh, platforming. I thought that was just kind of like it was like okay, but when you have like when you're able to just quickly zoom around uh, like a fight space just constantly in the move constantly in the air just like raining literal hellfire on top of these demons you feel like a god you feel like you're unstoppable like you move from point a to like you know just neutralize this one dude right here okay now let me spin around real quick zip and zop to the other dude and then also i think it's kind of like uh with this game in particular you have to learn like the the weapon matchups like in the same way like you know in pokemon you got your you know fire beast grass water beast fire shit like that that's the same shit that applies yeah. in this game i feel like where this gun uh will do um, like a lot of damage to this guy this gun will literally one shot this one guy over here and you just kind of have to like be on the lookout for that and i think a lot of the game does a good job of like kind of teaching you that or i think it does i don't i don't fully remember and then also i guess for me some of the uh mini mini bosses and regular boss fights were super dope and with the the introduction of this one character that was impossible in the beginning but then eventually you learn how to like kind of handle that character i don't think you're going to get to it this character um just because it's a little bit later in the game but uh it's it's still a fun time um nonetheless but but yeah man i i completely understand where you're coming from and if you don't if you don't finish the game so be it bro that's just the end of the that's just the end of the the doom era for you. And I, I do want to put this on the record though, bro. You are the one that got me into Doom. I just always think that's the craziest part to me. How you showed me <laughs> Doom 2016 and then now I've become the Doom super fan, bro. Like I'm always trying to talk to you about like, hey, crazy. I, I beat the game. I'm like, dang, bro, this game is crazy. I can't wait for Doom Eternal. And you're like, uh, 
All right. All right. <laughs> I didn't even finish. Literally, literally that time you saw you saw me playing it on my PC, right? Right. Is that what happened? <laughs> no, no, no. You brought your I, laptop I like, to my room. Oh, let yeah. You play it. Right. The last, me showing you Doom was probably the last time I touched Doom 2016. Holy honestly. Holy. That's honestly, insane. That's so funny. That's I don't so even funny. I don't even remember how that like how that even happened. But I'm glad either, it did. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh yeah, that that's it. You know, like I said, I'll give it a college try. I'll put some more time into it, but just just not a Joseph game. And I, I think that's okay. So uh, Okay. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right. Uh I guess back to me, man. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and talk Walking Dead, bro. And I just have wrapped up another game that I'll well, wrapped up two games, I guess, uh, Death Door included. Um, so I decided to start up a, a new story single player game while I'm playing a couple of other multiplayer games. Walking Dead: New Frontier. This is the third yeah, season. I saw you were playing this. Yeah, you saw me playing this. I, you know, have been meaning to finish the Walking Dead series. You know, I knew the final season came out a couple years back. Um, they finally, you know, completed it. Everybody, I think. From the reviews I've seen, they were like, "Okay, yeah, the final season is straight." So I want to get to that. I want to. I want to see how the story concludes for our characters. Um, booted up this one right off the bat. I was impressed. The graphics of this game were like leagues ahead of like Walking Dead season one and two. I was like, "Dang, okay, this oh, is okay. looking like you know pretty. It looks modern. I guess is the way to say it." Um, I think they kind of. I don't know if they like changed the engines or something. It, it, it even looks better than uh, the Wolf Among Us. I think the Wolf Among Us. And the first two Walking Deads were kind of like have the same like graphic style. And then yeah, from there sure. on, it kind of is a little bit more updated. You know, it still has the same like comic booky feel, obviously, but um, it's a little bit more updated. Um, I've only played one episode so far and man, it, it's hitting already, bro. I'm literally it's firing on all cylinders. I feel I feel like they have to do it that way because, you know, you're already kind of used to the formula where, you know, something shocking things will happen you know, to end off a chat, like to end off an episode and then you or a chapter or whatever, and then that will lead you into your next chapter. But just some the shit that happened at the end of this first chapter, bro, I'm like, <laughs> my mouth just dropped. I'm like, ain't no way y'all doing this. Y'all, y'all, y'all just up in the ante for no, for no reason. And I am, okay. uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little scared to see <laughs> what will come, um, what will come later on oh, down the line. People getting marked. People, people getting hoed. Get, People getting murked. Characters are murking other characters that I was like, I didn't expect you to be doing stuff like that. What are you up to? Um, what, oh, like, what, okay. is, what, what has transpired between like, like the differences between like season two and now? I'm like, whoa, what what is going down? Like things are things mm-hmm. are going kind of crazy. So um, definitely, I recommend Walking Dead to pretty much anybody. Um, just because one, it's not a difficult, it's not difficult on the video games no. side of things. It's literally just, you kind of like an interactive episode of television, I would say. Um, and yeah, it gets the, it gets your feels going. Um, especially when you are the one with the reins, it's like, these are your decisions technically. So you have to kind of like, you know, carry that weight of those decisions with you, um, throughout all these games. So Big ups to Telltale, y'all. Your game holds up. That's all I will. Uh, that's how I will. I will conclude talking about Walking Dead now. Nice. What else you got nice. on okay. your docket? What, what you've been wrapping up? What you've been playing? Yeah. So uh, the next game I'll talk about. Uh, I guess I'll talk about Slay the Spire next because uh, I played. 
I literally played maybe 25, 30 minutes of this as well. Mm-hmm. And this is once a, y'all gonna be like, damn, Joseph is a fucking hater. Damn. Uh, <laughs> this game also, like for some reason, it always looks so appealing to me. Uh, maybe it's the cover art uh, of the game, like when the game just sitting in my library, sitting on Game Pass, always looks so interesting. I was like, I gotta try that, man. This looks interesting. I remember, like, I don't remember a lot about what the game was. I just remembered, oh, like people have recommended it. So I was like, you know. I got some downtime. Just finished that store. Not really playing anything. Um, why don't I give this a try this morning? And immediately, like five minutes in, I'm like, I don't know about this, Chief. Uh, actually, give me one second to make sure little Flora is okay. No problem. Amanda just left. So she now she's all sad. She wants a little play, buddy. Oh. One second. Shout out Flora one time, y'all. Hope y'all are having a good night and everything. Flora wanted me to tell y'all personally that she's she's having a great time living her life. And so uh, if y'all just want to, you know, give us those wacky little digits on the back of your credit card, we can ensure her happiness for the uh, remainder of her lifespan. So just uh, wacky digits, the wacky 16 on the front as well. You know, maybe even your social if you're feeling that comfortable, if you're feeling that, you know, that nice. So thanks, guys. This is probably going to be edited out, but, you know, you know how it goes, y'all. Y'all already know. But if it's not edited out, are you I just, talking to the audience? I'm not saying anything, bro. Oh nah. So I gotta come back. I was gonna edit this part out, <laughs> so now I gotta come back and listen to it. <laughs> no, whoa, 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 kind of whoa. shit you were talking. Okay. I wasn't talking any type okay. of shit. You'll be you'll be uh, very okay. surprised at what you hear. The results may may shock you. Okay. All right. Well, let's see if I'm shocked. Anyways, slay the slay the spire. Turned it on. It's just it just feels like a you know, game jam. You know, Ooh, yikes. Like a, it just feels like there's a certain level of polish. There's a certain level of, I think, there's, there's it's definitely missing some sauce is how I described it to you the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, the art is fine, but it's not like, oh, man, this is, this has a very unique art style. Like, I'm totally into this. It doesn't really have that. It seems like it's very generic-esque it looks almost like uh not runescape because that shit is literally like polygons damn it's like i used to play this game called uh adventure quest oh Uh, no online game (laughs) and like the art was better than runescape but it was very like generic there was only like you know you're only gonna see a couple of animations this seems very much the same way uh like all the ui just looks meh it doesn't really have like a really strong identity or a really cool identity the gameplay loop is like okay you're just kind of thrown into it you're playing this card game it just feels whatever man it, it just all feels whatever um i don't know how much get how much this game costs i say if you're not if you haven't played a card game uh like uh one of those deck builder type games sure this might be an interesting concept to you uh, an interesting way to introduce you to that concept. But other than that, I just didn't feel anything super unique about it. Like if this is a mobile game where you're just trying to kill time on the toilet, sure. But not as like a full fledged console title. I just wasn't sold on it. Um, and I don't know if there is hype on it, but it just didn't really hit the right notes for me. 
I think in the indie community, Slay the Spire is kind of like, you know, very uh, well loved. So your your opinions of it might might strike some people as uh, as harsh. You know, Brink might come up, you and, know, and meet you somewhere in Seattle true. and have some some words for you. Yeah, I mean, like I'm looking at the Steam thing right now, overwhelmingly positive, which cool, man. Shout out to them. Like, I, I don't think it's a bad game. I just think it just doesn't have any wow factor. Maybe I didn't play long enough. Uh, but I mean, even if I play longer, it's not going to add some extra level of polish or something that's going to make me go, wow. You know, so mm-hmm. if people enjoy it, by all means, like I said, if you're in the deck builders, if you've never played a deck builder, I think it's worth trying out. But for me, it's just like, this is $25. I don't know. Like, is this worth $25 in my opinion? Not really, no. So, I don't know. Have you, you've played this, right? What were your, you said your your thoughts on it were? I think my thought, like, I've played it. I played it for a couple of hours, and I think my thoughts are not a little similar to yours in that I, you know, was vibing with it for a bit, but I just kind of, like, kind of fell off because I I wanted, I kind of wanted more from the game faster i guess i wanted a bit more instant gratification um you know with this again yeah. games like this i think you have to like you know dedicate a lot of time to understanding the mechanics and the core mechanics of the game um to improve and to also i guess i think to unlock certain things in the game which you know will help your future runs become be like i guess a little bit easier i don't know if it's like you know similar to hades in that way maybe um mm-hmm. i really all i wanted to do is just like beat the game and i think what really kind of discouraged me was uh when i beat act one and i was like i'm looking because like when you look at the little map or whatever like i'm looking at it i'm like yo dang i'm at the end of the game that's crazy and i just did not (laughs) realize i did not realize it was just act one and i'm like damn i gotta do this all over again i'm not vibing with it i mean in a normal uh or in, I guess in other types of roguelike games, typically, you know, a floor or whatever, like, or an act of a game would be, I think, a, little, a significantly shorter than that. So mm-hmm. this was a bit, this was a bit rough on, on me. So I kind of agree with you. See, I mean, I'm, I'm in that exact place. Like, I was playing. I was like, oh, okay. And this is the top. I'm like, oh, this game is kind of easy. Like, I, you know, beat the whole act one run through. And I was like, oh, cool. And then it's like act one. Now on the act two, I'm like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm being a hater, but I think the reward loop is just not there. Right. Like in Hades, like you clear out a, you know, level of hell or whatever. And, you know, there's some respite, like even in the middle of the dungeons and stuff, picking the weapons and having that combo with the gods. Why did I say combo? That conversation with the gods <laughs> is really cool, right? Uh, finishing a level and then getting to another floor and having like a completely different set change is really cool. And there's definitely like a lot of elements along the way to keep you interested, even with uh uh, Dead Souls, which is another roguelike that I beat uh, earlier this year. Um, there's definitely a lot of hints around the levels and like a lot of different vibes and lore you can pick on as you're playing through that keeps you interested. And, you know, 
even the weapons are really fun and unique to the point where it's like, okay, like this is cool. The cards that you pick up are kind of cool because it's like, oh yeah, this is a strong ass card. But the effects that the card does aren't that impressive. It's just a card. Like I'd much rather play a card game with my friends than mm-hmm. play this deck building game with very minimal like you know actual like ui or very minimal effect like it's not blowing me away like i'd rather play Yu-Gi-Oh. Dang. because you know th- i mean that's the difference right like Yu-Gi-Oh. they really put a lot of effort into the opponents you face you have that banter back and forth the cards that you play typically have like pretty unique animations or like the designs are really cool or you can chain these effects and have like a lot of going obviously Yu-Gi-Oh is not a deck builder but like the idea is still there right like they do mm-hmm. a lot of things to make the battles like oh your HP goes to zero ban to the shadow realm or like you're betting for this you're playing for this that like things to keep you excited and keep going in, in like most Yu-Gi-Oh games so I don't know uh, even in Gwent <laughs> I, I even I like Gwent more like Dang. Even Gwent <laughs> You feel like there's just, in my opinion, there just wasn't any pull to keep playing. Gotcha. Uh, and this is not a disrespect to the game. Obviously, a lot of people like it. Uh, if this, you know, honestly, you're probably going to listen to this review and say this shit does not sound interesting to me at all. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I'm not saying don't play it. I think it could be good to some people, just not me. I think we're just, we might, we have to be missing something. Because I feel like at least one of us should have probably liked this game a little bit more. But. I mean, we've both played a lot of games, right? We both played a lot of deck builders in real life. Um, I've played. We've played. Uh, we played much. What's that? What's Dominion. that other deck builder? No, no, the one that's actually a video game made by World of Warcraft people, I think. Uh, huh? I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? A the game made cards. by World of Warcraft. It's like very popular. Holy shit, this is going to drive me crazy. Wait, wait. And it's made by, like, it's Blizzard. Like, yeah. Nah, bro, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. A card game made by Blizzard? It's Hearthstone. Come on, ha- bro. Oh, I thought you meant, like, it was, like, a physical game. That's why you're throwing me. Oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, Hearthstone yeah. is another one that the animations on Hearthstone aren't crazy. Like, there's no actual characters in Hearthstone. But... They just do so much more with the visual language to make you feel like you're rocking people's shit and whatnot. So I don't know. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Okay. Okay. Very uh, very, in, very hot take. I feel like from you on a Slay the Spire. Some people might fight you, Fair as enough. I said earlier. Um, fight me. Oh, go ahead. His uh, his address will be in the description as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, my next game. You know, this past week. Uh, Pokemon Unite, bro. It's kind of taking taking me by storm. It was a game that, you know, obviously we both heard about it when it was announced. I was looking at it and I was like, this is probably not gonna be for me. Then, you know, a week ago, I'm looking at people playing it and I'm like, dang, this is probably not gonna be the game for me. It looks all right, but I don't think I'm gonna be playing this. So then one day I'm I'm bored. I'm like, let me go ahead and boot it up, see what's going on. I play it. I'm like, this. This is all right. This is kind of some bullshit here and there. This ain't gonna be the one for me, but for some, but I keep saying that, bro. But I keep picking the game back up. I can't put it down. Like every once in a while, I'm just like, 
let me just play a couple rounds real quick. Let me just play a couple rounds here and there. Let me just do this. Let me do that. I got a, we got a whole group of individuals uh, within our Discord that are you know actively playing the game as well. So that doesn't help me stay away from the game. Um, so yeah, Pokemon Unite. Even though I've been saying that I thought it was a little bit meh and I was gonna stay away from the game, I think it's a very solid game. Like overall, other than the pay to win okay. aspect, which I'll touch a little later on. Um, the game's pretty solid. I think the gameplay loop is, um, is straightforward enough and very easy to pick up on. Um, you know, there's a, a little bit of like minor bullshit I think that occurs near the end of the game where like a group or a team is able to like suit like they can just come out of nowhere and just completely demolish your team. Um, basically, the way it works is you're collect you you your like Pokemon character or whatever that you're controlling. You go around and you fight like little. Uh, wild pokemon and each pokemon in the wild has like a point value associated to them once you kill that pokemon you gain that point value is like i guess like points or whatever and then you have to like Mm -hmm. in a like basically it's like a basketball football style game where you have to run up to a hoop and then you press a button and you like score these points that you just uh, or score yeah score these uh, points that you just collected from the wild pokemon and that's how you um that's how you like gain points and whoever has the most points at the end of the game, that's your winner of the of the match. Um, I thought it was a pretty interesting premise. Like I said, it's pretty, you know, easy to, you know, pick up on. And the, the characters that you play as are actually pretty fun. There are a lot of, you know, household names. Everybody knows Charizard. Everybody knows Pikachu. And there's also they kind of like cater to lots of different people's, you know, interest level in Pokemon. You got some newer Pokemon in there as well. Um then there's the pay to win aspect of it. You know, your character that you're playing with, you know, you have like a like outside of the actual match, they have these items that you can equip. Everybody get can get these items for rel- relatively easy easily. However, you can also upgrade these items up to like level like 30 or something like that. Um which if you have an item that's like level 30, let's say like one item gives you I don't know, it gives you 16 extra health in the beginning of the game that's at level one if you max it out to level 30 it's giving you an extra 200 like hp so you you have this extra 200 hp right off the bat from the beginning of the game which automatically makes you that much stronger than another person the only way right now to get an item to level 30 is if you were to pay for the pay for that item so like if i'm sitting here oh, nah. like lit- people have done the calculation they say hey if you want to earn this this is going to take you four weeks in real time the game's only been out for two so nobody <laughs> nobody can even <laughs> have these items yet uh, unless you pay so that's kind of a where i have a little bit of gripe with the game but other than that you're not you're really pretty much not going to run into anybody who's paying for the game like that like i don't think that that it's been that much of an issue i really thought it would i would notice it a bit more um, but surprisingly, I don't know how Pokemon's doing and I don't know what Nintendo's doing. Cause you know, Nintendo don't know how to do shit when it comes to online, like gameplay, but somehow they're making this one work and I'm just along for the ride to be honest with you. So if y'all have a Nintendo switch, oh, also that's the other thing it's on switch obviously. And it's going to be coming to phones. It's so easy to pick up. Like literally, like I just boot up my switch and I'm in game within like a minute. Like it's just so like quick and easy. And oh, the wow. matches, the matches only last if you're playing like a regular match. It only lasts ten minutes. Typical mobas, you know, motherfucking league. That's thirty minutes to an hour right there that you're wasting. Yeah. You know, in a game that you might lose ten minutes. I feel like is a way like is way easier to digest. 
you're not, you don't feel, even if you lose, you don't feel like you've completely wasted your time. You, know, you still have a little bit of that yeah. feeling, but you don't feel like you've completely just like, oh, there goes my, there goes my evening or some shit like that. So I highly recommend it. I know you, you are in your little single player, little, little groove right now, but if you ever trying to hop on just like a couple of games, like the same way that you treated, you know, knockout city, get, you gave it a little, a couple of games, you gave it a weekend. I would recommend the same for Pokemon Unite. I think you might enjoy it at least for a little bit, especially when you play with friends. Okay. If you're playing with some random people, then you might just straight up lose because sometimes like people just they don't know how to they don't know how to play the game. That's all I'll say. You're playing with little nine year olds sometimes. Damn, I mean, true, true. That is a Pokemon game. That makes it's sense. a Pokemon game. Okay, maybe I'll give it a try. Maybe I'll give it a try. I, I definitely heard about Pokemon Unite dropping, but mm-hmm. I barely paid attention i really didn't know a lot about what it was and then eventually i saw it was a moba and i was like oh interesting interesting still not very interested but mm-hmm. uh, with you given that description maybe i'll download it give it a give it the old college try yeah i probably wouldn't have picked it up myself if people in the discord weren't playing it as well i think that uh that was kind of like my main motivation just seeing just seeing people having fun. I was like, dang it. This is a game that's getting the, the fellas together. People are hopping on voice comms and shit. Let me see what this might be about. So shout out okay. Nintendo. Y'all y'all got fun. one. Y'all, yeah, I want to have some fun. Pokemon Unite, everybody. Go download it. If you got a Switch. If you don't have a Switch, go get a Switch. All right. So uh, on my side, uh, Death of an Outsider or Death of the Outsider. I talked about this uh, a little bit last week, uh, but this is the spinoff. Uh, of the Dishonored fr- franchise that takes place after Dishonored 2. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're playing as this character, Billy Lurk, who was basically like the uh, ship driver or whatever that was helping you out in Dishonored 2. Uh, she was given like uh, basically outsider powers or like basically magic powers uh, quite some time ago. And basically, they're basically like, no, like this outsider character who in the Dishonored series is like this godlike character who can bestow powers on people. They're like, oh no, he's giving people's powers, he's corrupting them, we gotta fucking end this guy so we can just get rid of this whole magic shit altogether. Um, so, you're basically hunting down this outsider guy, and it's like, it's a shorter game, I think it's like, it's one of those like $30 games, I don't know if it's 30, if it dropped at $30, but it definitely feels like just a shorter Dishonored. Uh, five levels, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Um, it definitely just gives me more of what I love about all of this, the Dishonored games, which is the level design. Uh, level design is awesome. Uh, the missions that they give you are pretty fun, and there's always multiple ways to tackle them. Um, I always like to add the extra challenge to myself where you know I try and play the game so that I'm never detected. Uh, so I always play the game as stealthily as possible and usually if i can uh or if the game has an achievement for it i'll play it without killing anybody but this game didn't have that so killed a couple people um and yeah i I think it's super awesome they have a heist level where you have to basically you know get in steal this artifact from this highly secure vault uh and Mm. different options they give you to do that super creative and super fun i i think you know like i think it was super cool um uh, what else like they have like you know typical assassination hey assassinate these targets um which are fun like they have like the abilities you you get to uh kind of 
tackle all these missions are really interesting. You have your typical warp uh, ability that kind of like blinks you across the map to certain locations at a certain distance. Um, that is in all the designer games. You have this one like scouting ability where you can use the ability to like go outside of your body and look across the map and mark enemies up to a certain distance. That's pretty cool. Um, so it kind of helps you scout people. Um, and they have a really cool ability where uh, you can, like if you sneak up to someone, you can basically steal their face. So you sneak up to them, use this ability, uh, and okay. like you have like a certain distance, certain amount of distance you can walk, and you're basically assuming that person's uh, body. Uh, so like you're basically camouflaging as that person. So uh, there's a lot of different mechanics where, hey, like, you can take this person's face and then attend this meeting as this other person. Right. And, and, and instead of like going in and assassinate somebody or doing it some other way, it's like, Hey, you can steal this person's identity and attend a meeting, uh, like them. So I, I think that's really cool. As always, like, you know, the different, different, different types of ways they allow you to tackle these missions, giving you, you know, crazy, a crazy number of ways to get inside of a building, get to certain objectives, like going through the sewers, going through the, the roof, disguising yourself, walking straight through the front door, stuff like that. So, um, I really enjoyed it. Story is okay. Like if you're a fan of the, the Dishonored franchise, you'll be like, Oh, this is kind of cool. If you are not, then you will not give a really much <laughs> of a damn about the story. There are some cool, interesting aspects, but for the most part, even I, by the end of it, I was like, the ending is very flat, in my opinion. I, I think uh, Dishonored games always kind of suffer from this, where you, like you do all of this stuff, like they always emphasize this good run versus bad run, all this stuff, different endings, uh, and yet, whenever you end the game, it's kind of like three different, I don't know, hand, like three different concept art drawings or whatever the fuck basically been like this is what happened in your ending instead of having a fully animated sequence which is kind of a bummer so mm. uh, it's always kind of lame when you 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 end the game and immediately it flashes to black and you get like three uh cut scenes or not three like i don't know still photos of like hey this is how the ending turned out very lame but each level, level to level, pretty good. Besides the last level, kind of got me frustrated because uh, it's very. It has a very cool mechanic, one of the coolest mechanics in the game, I would say. But they don't really give you direction on where you need to go. Which, with how big these maps are and like the different, you know, different pathways you can take to do certain objectives, it's, it gets it immediately gets frustrating when they take away the objective marker. You don't, and you're kind of just wandering around the map. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd recommend it. Uh, if you're a fan of the Dishonored games, you'll enjoy this. If you like stealth games, I think you'd enjoy this. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't played the Dishonored franchise, especially Dishonored Two, I say play that one. And if you're only going to play one, play Dishonored Two still. But if you're wanting more, this is a pretty decent game. I think I will. I think I'll probably pick it up. I, I think I'm going to try and make my little, you know, Dishonored run through. Uh, right before Deathloop comes out, just so that I'm fresh. Ooh, I'm in the, I'm, I have okay. the mindset of an assassin by the time that comes like out. It. September, right? September for Deathloop, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. That Some, sounds right. Some like that. Some like that. Okay. Um, my second to last game, I guess, uh, you know, this is the penultimate one here. 
Yakuza 7, mm-hmm. bro. It's completed. Yeah. It's, it's a wraps 55 hours in. I cannot talk highly enough about this game, um, but I am going to try to keep it a little short. Obviously, you know, we're, we're pushing on the, the hour mark here in the podcast. Um, yes, I, sir. I think this game does deserve a little bit more, you know, time to talk about it, but it's okay. Uh, I've talked about it enough in the past couple of episodes. Yakuza 7, um, I had a great time throughout the whole entire thing, bro. Literally, it was like RPG. It was just your... I think it made the best of like the the JRPG series, you know. I was a little uh I was a little wary at first going into it, you know, turn-based um combat is always, you know, can be a little can rub people the wrong way. Um also especially when it's not like, you know, strict turn-based combat like it, in my mind I think it reminded me at least off the bat, I don't fully remember this game because I never really played it. I only played like an hour, but Final Fantasy 13, the way that like, you know, your characters would move around while you're still making like turn-based actions and whatnot. That's kind of a, a, a similar way here where you've got your characters moving, they're moving back and forth. Um, they can interact with the mm-hmm. environment while they're attacking and whatnot. Um, but I think Yakuza, they really, they chef's kiss on this one, bro. They they got the combat down um, all the attacks are pretty funny. Every everything within the game kind of has like that. The it's kind of framed as like uh, what's the best way to put it? You'll you'll definitely understand it if you get a chance to play the game. But so the main character he is obsessed with Dragon Quest. So when he looks at the world, oh, wow. the, the, he when he looks at the Yakuza world, when he looks at everything in the world, like things kind of like in his mind or like RPG. So like, you know, he's he'll like go and like collect an item and obviously it's like, oh wow, like I've collected this new item. This is just like how a hero would collect this item in the game. And the way that like right when the battle starts, everybody like kinda like changes their appearance to like match what is in his imagination where like, oh, everybody would be dressed up as like their character roles. If as if they were in the as they were in like an an RPG or something like that. So just like little things like that, I think really make the game special. I think that it kind of, it definitely has a different tone than the uh, other Yakuza games. I haven't really played a lot of those um, games, but I think they were a bit more serious. That meanwhile, mm-hmm. you're, you're, cause it's, I think that is because the protagonist was a bit serious as well. Um, meanwhile, you've got your lovable goofball of a protagonist here with with uh, Ichiban. So there's lots of lots of silly situations that you run into, um, lots of fun little gags throughout the the game, and all the side quests I think are just absolutely batshit crazy. You're running around, you're fighting all sorts of different creatures, you're fighting like random dudes on the street, you're fighting uh, perverts, lions, tigers, perverts. construction equipment. I'm like, bro, like. Wait, what are y'all doing? Yeah, because every time I questioned what they were doing, it, they basically said, fuck you, it doesn't matter. You're going to have fun anyway. So <laughs> I, I was like, damn. I love it. Y'all are right. I, I am having fun playing this game. So Yakuza 7 gets the official, it's the official seal of approval from me. Definitely a 9 out of 10 game, I think. Um, I did not, I don't think I really had any. The only complaints I would have were maybe some of the grinding that you needed to do um, as you got mm-hmm. near the later bosses in the game there's just a couple of bosses that were like necessary that one kind of came out of nowhere like you walk through a door and it, it said something like are you prepared and i'm like yeah i think i'm prepared and you, i was just not i was not prepared at all so i had to go back and grind a little bit um so yeah that, that's probably my only little real complaint i have of the game otherwise the story i thought was uh it was straight had a great time and you you get like attached to the characters in the game so 
Yakuza nice. 7, everybody. Y'all go and play. It's on yeah. Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. Absolutely. Like, uh, we're definitely going to talk about more Yakuza because I plan to play it at some point in this year. Beautiful, uh, beautiful. once I get past Psychonauts and a couple more of these games coming out soon, 12 minutes and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. This definitely, while Doom does not seem like a Joseph game, uh, Yakuza definitely does seem like something right up my alley. I always see that trailer of that crab going crazy. So I'm like, I got to know what the <laughs> fuck is going on with this crab. Like, uh, so I, I'm excited to give it a try at some point. Uh, do we have, do we have the same last game? I think Is so. It Death's Door? Or it's do you have Death's Door. More? That's okay. it. All right. Death's Door, uh, to round this episode out, uh, guys, we both beat it. We both hit the a hundred percent completion. Yeah. Uh, mark. And let me tell you guys, man, I don't even know where to start. We gushed about it last, uh, week, but we had only played. You know, you had played about two thirds. I think I had played only one third. Mm-hmm. We were going on and on about it. You know, I think once you beat the game, you have such a better picture of the vision of what this game was supposed to be, and kind of you can really speak to the the level of care and you know, you know, quality that this game puts out. Uh, but let's start with you, man. Give me your final impressions. I'll give you my final impressions, and then if we need to, we'll go back and forth a little bit, talk about some of our favorite moments. But, uh, yeah, start us off. Uh, final impression of the game is as simple as this, bro. The game slapped. They did everything right. Um, it felt like a game the entire time. I never really – I will say – okay, I was going to say I never really felt like it was a chore playing the game. I guess I would say maybe, like, when you're in the post game and you are doing a little bit of the uh, – like, trying to get towards the 100% completion mark – but even then, they still kind of like, what now? Oh, the collectathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it felt a little bit like a collectathon. But even then, I think they had enough like you know highlights within that collectathon um, near the end where it felt like it was worth it. And then obviously, you know that you know culminates into the you know true inning you get at the end where everything just felt like it was worth it. This is the game. I, I'm trying to think of any other games that I've 100 percent it. Recently, I can't really think of any, but anytime I would think about 100%ing a game, I'm typically dissuaded from it just because I'm like, okay, it seems like it's going to be too much work. Uh, I kind of, I almost got dissuaded with this one, but you know, I powered through it because I'd heard good things about this true ending and man, it was, it, it, it delivered. So final impression, this game is for sure a nine out of 10, nine, 9.5 out of 10 you know obviously i want to save that 10 out of 10 for a game that really uh you know i can truly say is perfect that hits every you know fires off all the cylinders in my brain but you know 9.5 that's that's pretty damn good for a game so acid nerve give me a, give me another one give me another game i need it something else man <laughs> i want to see yeah. uh in your twitter bio working on something new i want to see that next week please Let's get it going please i mean I'm right there with you, man. This was a fantastic game, um, especially one-third of the way through. It's almost like you haven't seen shit yet. That's not true because once you beat the first boss, the first area is just so well put together that, you know, it's a it's a great tease for what's to come for the rest of the game. But uh, really, it really fires on all cylinders in pretty much every category, like the relationships, the characters. Each character feels fun. Uh, interesting, 
uh, has a certain personality where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, like this character. Ah, yeah, I know this character. Um, the different dungeons slash levels all feel different and have their own identity, which all worked for me. There wasn't one level where I'm like, I don't really want to be here. Like, this is not fun. They all had a different identity and they all felt fun and unique to me. Uh, the music is absolutely godly. Like, they need to release this uh uh, album, the soundtrack ASAP, because mm-hmm. man, just a master, a masterful, uh, show of like what a video game soundtrack can be. Like, uh, it all just seems masterfully put together, masterfully written. Um, all always seemed like they had the perfect song, uh, for the, for the moment. Like I, I, I can't overstate like how you, there's these things called avarice, um, and I can't overstate how the music hits perfectly the first time you jump into that avarice uh, kind mm-hmm. of section of the game. Uh, and then there's just so many more moments like that throughout the game where you just have stellar music. Um, the combat is basic. Like, I, I know some people, if they have complaints, usually, you know, the, com- the, the, the complaints would be combat is too basic, which is true. Like, it's very basic. Like, if you are comparing it to a game like uh, Hollow Knight or Z- even Zelda, I would say, um, like you just kind of have some basic slashes. The upgrades aren't too extensive. You just get more, uh, you get better stats on your slashes. Uh, you have a couple different weapons, uh, which are all kind of cool, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's not mind blowing. And you're only um, going to use one. So, r- right. I mean, I actually used two to three what i used like two to three weapons decently during you swapped off frequently uh i didn't swap off necessarily but i started with the red sword that you got and then you immediately get like a second weapon mm-hmm. that i started using for quite one quite some time that's faster and then towards the end of the game you get kind of like a slightly heavier but you know a lot stronger sword that i that i used and kind of swapped between uh, for the rest of the game. So, mm. um, but even still, the weapons aren't that insanely different. You know, it's just kind of up to your play style to decide which one you would use, and it's not very hard to stick with one weapon the whole game. So, um, weapon variation isn't that crazy. Puzzles are pretty easy as well. I think that could be a complaint, but although the puzzles are easy, I thought the puzzles were all pretty unique, pretty fun. Uh, every time I solved a new type of mechanic, puzzle mechanic, I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. Like, I like how they did this. It may have not been the most challenging where I'm raking my head for several minutes, but a lot of the times I was like kind of pleasantly surprised. Like, oh man, this is cool. I like how they're using this now to bring a new puzzle element into the game. And, uh, when I was a hundred percenting, it was kind of, it was a little bit more difficult to figure out. Uh, some of the puzzles they threw at you and figure out what I needed to do. So uh, I, I kind of like that. So, um, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I, like on all cylinders, I feel like it hit where it needed to hit. Um, it may not be the best game ever, like Arsene is saying. It's not maybe not, not a 10 out of 10, but it really hit me like not many games recently have hit me where I play in mm. it. I'm just smiling the whole time. I'm happy to be playing it. I'm kind of addicted to getting back in the game and learning more about the world and 
and progressing and seeing more of these certain environments. Um, even once you beat the game and you do like the extra stuff to 100% it, there's a ton of just fantastic small moments, especially one specific moment that you might, I hope you know what I'm talking about. Like it's, uh, you know, you do one very crazy thing after the game ends as like, you know, just a, mm. oh, I think I know which one. To, yeah. And you're just like, this is just so crazy and fun and wild to think that this is after the game has already ended. And you can really tell that they put effort into the post game content. Right. You know, even though it, it, you know, it might not, it might not be the longest post game content, but it's still like, ah, oh, this is just so fun. They, they definitely did not make the game, finish it and say, this is, this is whatever. They definitely said, hey, we have a story we want to tell. We have a world we want to build. Even when you beat the game, here's some nice little fun things that continue telling the story um, in a fun way, not just a very mundane, hey, do this, do that, uh, grind, uh, fight these bosses over again type of way. Um, it's, it's very unique and fun. The only thing I wish, personally, I would have liked is uh, more optional bosses I wish there were, uh, you know, just some cool optional bosses that you can find tucked away um, that are guarding some sort of treasure or something. Or, you know, to get 100%, you have to fight a couple optional bosses. I would have really liked that. Um, I, I really, I, I would, like, if they could take that to the next level or something like that, I, I'd, I'd like that. So that would be my only request. But, I enjoyed it, man. I, I'm right with you. 9.5 if I was going to give it a grade, but I think this is... Uh, I would say this is a must-play for people that are fans of Zelda-like facts, games. Facts, facts, yep. Uh, big indie fans, stuff like that. So, uh, shout out to um, Death's Door. Definitely exceeded expectations. I knew from the E3 trailers that this was, oh, man, like, I got to play this. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was going to be as good as it turned out to be. Like, this is definitely a game of the year contender for me right now. So, same. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Well, I, I'm just glad that, uh, you know, I, actually, I can't, I can't, I won't say anything. I think that was, I was about to spoil a little bit of the ending there. So, I'll, I'll okay. once again reiterate that I want to see more from the, the Death Store universe. I just gotta, yes, I wanna sir. know, I wanna know about all the secrets of the world, man. And for the, those people yeah. at home who are still, you know, on the fence, like who man was saying, just go ahead and play it. I, I truly think this game is for everyone. Like, I think it is that, like, it, it is that accessible. It is that, you know, engaging to where pretty much anybody will, you'll at least enjoy it. You, you can't sit there and say, and play the game and be like, damn, this is dog, was, shit. This is dog shit. This is an awful experience. Yeah. I have, I'm having a bad time. This is too tough. This is too easy. Like you'll, you'll get, you'll have a good time playing it. So go ahead and play it. And also the fact that this is $20, man. I mean, the experience you're getting for $20. Bang for your buck. It's mean, crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, that'll be the end of our death's door talk, but man, fantastic, fantastic surprise to the year and i hope we have similar conversations about 12 minutes uh right around the corner here because uh, that's another game where i have high hopes for oh, i'm ready really that they just hit me with some surprises and some unique experiences from that as well so uh until then guys 
Thank you for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. On playerplayerpod.com, you guys can also find a link to the Discord channel, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Uh, Get a link, get an invite, join, join the conversation. Have a good time. Uh, Big shout out, as always, to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as The Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host, Arsen, here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter or Arsen Lakpa on Instagram. Until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on.